following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, before we get started, let's say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. Do I need to make us light brighter? You are so animated and so full of energy today, I could throw up. That's okay. Should I make us brighter? Because like we look kind of dark. Yeah, make us brighter. And look, Astro's on our show. He's a ham. He wants to be on our show every single week. <clears throat> he, he's really a ham. So here, look at the talk. That's How's good. That's nice. Oh, that's very bright. Yeah, that's good. You can see how ugly and wrinkled I am. Okay, good. Um, now I'm orange. Look at that. I'm really orange. Sit still. You can get a good lighting. Good. That's fine. Anyway, right. Astro is so happy to be on our show all the time. Right, Astro? You see how happy he is. He gives me kisses. Woo! I make out with my dog. I don't care. I love him so much. I love my doggy. Okay. So let's talk about health because I have stopped sugar completely on my third week. No fructose, no alcohol, sugar, not meaning liquor that you drink, but they put alcohol, sugar in food. No corn uh, oil, uh, sugar also. To make corn taste good, they put an abundance amount of sugar in, I guess when they grow it, I don't know how they do it, but they get sugar in corn. So I've stopped corn and corn products. My bread I buy, which is delicious and I love it, and I'm not doing the commercial, is keto bread. Not cheap, but really good. Toasted with some butter on it, excellent. In doing so, I have lost 14 pounds. In my, two weeks. In two weeks. My knees feel better, less weight on my knees. Believe it or not, <clears throat> when I watched on YouTube a professor who was doing a lecture at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York, he said, your brain fog will clear up. Well, I had no idea that ingesting a little sugar that I did was causing such a brain fog. Also, I began getting neuropathy in my feet and calves that were so painful. Now it's gone. So sugar is not good at my age. It's a very bad poison. Yet they put sugar in everything. I can remember when I lived in Florida, there was a restaurant that my friend owned in Boca Raton. And I said to him, boy, your customers, they love your food. They keep coming back like crazy. He said, well, I put a half a pound of butter in and tons of sugar. I said, you put sugar in your red Italian sauce? He said, yep. 
It tastes sweet and they love it and they come back. So that's what they do to us. They don't care about our health. They only care about selling their product or their food. So they will put sugar in everything because sugar is addictive. When you, when you cut sugar out completely, I'm told, after a while, the taste of sugar is repugnant. You, don't, you can't even deal with it. It's disgusting. And you, you have no carb cravings. So if you cut carbs out and sugar out, you'll be a lot healthier, thinner, and clearer minded. So I didn't go as crazy as he did, but I lost 11 pounds in the same two weeks just by cutting out like cookies and ice cream and um, and, and foods with a lot of sh sugar, like uh, eating natural things. We've been eating blueberries and but Why are you lying to the audience? You drink Coca-Cola by the gallons. I do drink Coca-Cola, and I'm not, I'm not going to stop drinking Coca-Cola because that's my favorite thing. It's loaded with sugar. The other day, I saw you with lemon drop candy. Well, I had already bought those before the diet. That's so all I sugar, to Jimmy. So I don't know how you stop sugar. You're full of I didn't crap. say I stopped sugar. I said I just – what did I say when I first got on here? I said I'm not doing it crazy like you. No, you're not doing it but at I, all. Yes, I, I am. If I stopped all the other things except for soda, like I stopped a lot of sugar. Meanwhile, all the crap you buy that's in your cupboard. You, that's he all has a old. He has a secret cupboard. Before you go to his office, it's a cupboard filled with garbage candy. No, it's not. All it has is cookies now, those cookies that you get on the airplane that I had bought before we started the diet. And I have to have something for breakfast. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like All right, honey. Good like I, I, I'm eating less. Obviously, I lost 11 pounds in, tw in two weeks. So, like, I'm eating Only because less. I'm cooking differently. You're losing it no. because of how I'm cooking. And because I'm not eating ice cream every night and cookies every night. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys today, you guys. It's going to be so a lot of fun. Changes the, subject. the chat room is, is starting to fill up. We want to say hi to he's everybody in the chat the room. subject because he's a, he's a junk food eater. Um, anyway. Um, no, because we're not I, a health I, I like, show. Where... I like, well, I'm telling people out there who may be in trouble like me. There may be people out there who are 82 years old with pain in their legs and their knees hurt because they're overweight and they're loaded with sugar. Now they'll listen to me and they'll say, you know, Ron Russell may have something there. So let me try and do what he did and they'll get better. I believe in giving back, Jimmy. In all my life, I have worked hard. Now, at this age, I've accumulated a lot of knowledge, and I want to give it back to the people who read my Facebook page as well as who watch us on our show. And don't be a K-U-N-T. Hey, C-U-N-T. Okay. No, don't look, correct my spelling either. I deliberately look, did it. Look at the camera for a B. We need to get a picture for our <laughs> promo. Hey, B. <laughs> All right, everybody. So the chat room is filling up. We're going to have a great show for you guys today. First, let's say hi to people in the chat room. B. Claudia, obviously. In the chat room, Don Hinton is back. Welcome back, JB. His Julia from Russia is there. I know Eileen is here because she sent me a text message and so did Stefan oh, Bell. Eileen Shapiro. Yes, Eileen. I love that post you had about uh, having uh, when I wrote back that you have a tape measure in your eyes. That's it's true. So people are joining us. We're going to have a really fun show today, you guys. We have world-renowned choreographer uh, Vincent Patterson coming on, and then we have Galen Howard, who's a Phenomenal character actor. You've seen him in all kinds of things. And uh, so it's going to be a fun show today, and we're looking very much forward to it. Yesterday I was on Brian. Uh, Sebastian. Se I know that. Brian Sebastian's show. And it was a different show for me because I was supposed to be the guest, and the other people that were on kind of took it over, and they brought the show places I don't go because I'm funny and wild and crazy and silly and stupid. 
And they were coming at me with this guerrilla stuff, you know, really heavy duty women, woman feminist stuff, which I don't get involved with. <laughs> Jimmy said that it's called woke. No, what is it? Woke. They were like woke. They were like woke. <laughs> the hell of a woke means. These new words that these morons are creating make me sick. I mean, they don't speak English anymore. We don't write in script and we don't speak English. We speak weirdness. Woke. What does woke mean? Anyway. Anyway, look it up. I don't think there's a definition for woke. <laughs> unless I woke up hungry. Which we all have been. So now that we're not eating anything, we wake up yeah, hungry he woke, all the time. He woke up hungry and had 25 white castles. No, I didn't. I wish. He I was, wish we had a white castle here. I love white castle. See what I mean? All you guys on the East Coast have white castle. You don't know what you're like missing when you come here because we don't have I it. intend to get thin, healthy, and get a lower facelift. Look how nice that looks. Anyway, so you guys, we want to thank everybody. So for if you see me in another couple of months looking like this, I'm not going to deny it. I had a face, a lower facelift. I don't need a Astro, get your tongue This is our dog, mouth. Astro, for anybody who just tuned All in and doesn't know Astro. All he wants to do Astro. is make out with me. He thinks I'm into bestiality, but I'm not. So we want to thank everybody of- for tuning in. You can hear the show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio mm-hmm. Public, TuneIn, Pandora. Amazon Prime and SoundCloud. Um, we want to thank everybody for, for tuning in every week because we're having a really good time and we're getting a lot of downloads and we bumped up another space to number 10, best celebrity interview podcast in the world. Um, so we're having a very good time because there's a ton of them. Um, we're going to bring on our first guest in a oh, minute. Wait, I want to say something. You people out there, don't you wish your mate, your husband or your wife would kiss you as much as your friggin' dog does? I kiss you all the time. Not like him. You don't lick my face. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick music break and then we're going to come back with our very first guest. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, check out uh, Young Zuck overseas. Uh, Young Zuck, we're going to see him this weekend at the uh, Tommy Knockers movie premiere with a whole and bunch I of other people. I want to say something about Young Zuck. I was on YouTube and I hit something and there was about 10 different quick uh, videos, instant videos of Zuck giving you sound advice, telling you all the things that you need to know to survive in the world today. So I'm going to talk to Zuck about that on the weekend and find out how you can get to see it. Very interesting. He's a very sweet kid with a lot of brains. Check it out, you guys. Young Zuck overseas. We'll be right back. Take a flight and we going overseas. I'm a chick from overseas, rockin' Louis V. I got plenty of money and bitches they owe me. I'm a fly turn, you know, but it's not a rollie. She be acting like she know me, but bitch that's the old me. Cut you off quick, I'm so tired of that faking and capping That bitch be all up on my dick, but I can't for no average My new girl know that she the shit, swear to God she the baddest We gon' pull up, drop and quit, tell them boys in the attic I count a 40, 50, never said she love me, she rolling with me I've been on my grind, I'ma go and get it Catch me at a Tottenham, posted with a partner Ooh, I'm so hot, now I'm got to the money Roll to the money, skirt off in that ghost, so you dummy Oh, so you know me, I just wanna go to the money Roll to the money, skirt off in that ghost, so you dummy Oh, so now you know me, Kicks when they kick it low key. I'm gonna take a flight and we going overseas. 
overseas enjoy it uh he's really talented he's a lot of fun and he's and like he's the most really, respectful young person and, and on the he's, planet he's anti-drug anti-drinking he's clean living it's he's an inspiration for all young people today you don't have to be a junkie or a booze addict to be cool he shows you how to be cool and be straight there you go so now we're going to bring on our very first guest his name is vincent patterson let's bring him in Hey, how you doing? Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Ron. And hi, Astro. Hi, Astro. I'm not allowed to speak until he introduces you. have to introduce me. you first so now I that we know say, we can hear I don't, you. I don't want you to think I'm rude and I'm ignoring you when you said hi. But, <laughs> but you know, Jimmy thinks he's a director, producer. I am. Yeah. All are. right. Here we go, everybody. We're, we're married, in case you don't know. So, so we introduce argue. me so I could say hi. Bro. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Uh, director, choreographer, author, and probably many other things, Vincent Patterson. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, you guys. How you doing? Hi, you doing? So this Listen, is I want to tell you, I want to tell you, I, I, I was just listening to the beginning of the show, and I lost 14 pounds in the past six weeks from dropping sugar from my diet, Ron. See, there you go. Too. That sugar is for the birds, let me tell you. I'm you know, telling you. About 50 years ago, my friend Arlene said, sugar's bad, sugar's bad. And we all laughed at her. Her son never had sugar in his life. Today, he's a lung specialist, a hot doctor. So her, her son is super intelligent. Other kids were stupid because we were feeding them lollipops, oops, Astro, uh, candy bars, you know. It so does dull the brain. So here's what we want to do. First, I need you. To, first thing I need you to do, um, because Eileen can't stay the whole show, and she wants me to make sure I have you say hello to Eileen Shapiro since she introduced us to have you on the uh, show. So Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Thank you for the introduction. You're so sweet. I really appreciate it. Did you ever see her? Did you ever meet her? I've never met her. We just spoke on the phone for a long time, and she invited me to a a, a movie in a couple of weeks, but I had another. Conflict, so very, I couldn't do it. Very hot looking blonde with a pair of tits like you can't imagine. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> when she gets up and holds her, her tits out, they come to California. That's how big they are. She's in New York. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so, so hold on. Wait, we I have understand. a very sexy agent there, let me tell you. 
Yes. No, she's not our agent, his agent. We just, she just, she interviewed him for, I think, Get Out, right? She interviewed you for Get Out? Yeah, she did. I think it's coming out soon. Favorite magazine. It's a great magazine. And I'm I'm very good pals with the owner. I think he's terrific. So hold on. Okay. So now I have two more people I need you to say hello to. The first one who just wrote in the, who just wrote in here, what a legend and an icon you are. Her, Her name is B. Claudia and she's in Germany. So please say hi to B. Claudia. Hi, B. Claudia. Nice. To wear. I don't know where you're in Germany, but I love Germany. I have a show that's in Berlin. I've been to Munich. I've been all over the place. I love Germany. So she knows hi. everything about you. And the book that we're going to talk about later, she's like, I just bought the book. She's just like freaking out. And she has a son, a very young son who she's very proud of, who's a dancer and a choreographer. He's very young. He's super duper talented. And she told me all these stories about how he followed your whole career. He knows everything about you. So, if, and his name is and his name is Nicholas Vincent. He's got Vincent in his name. Um, so, if you could just do a shout out to Nicholas Vincent, that would like totally make their day. And and uh, we try to help them a lot because she's a great. She started out. B. Claudia started out as a fan, and now she's become a great friend. Um, so we would appreciate it if you could give a shout out to Nicholas Vincent. Hey, Nicholas Vincent, nice to see you, man. Nice to hear from you, and I uh, hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a great day. There Keep you on go. dancing, man. Keep on dancing and follow your heart. Well, listen, I, love that. I, I could have been a very famous dancer today because when I was 16 years old, <laughs> the road production of West Side Story was auditioning, and I went down, and I jumped in the air, and they said, Next. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the end of my career as a chorus boy. <laughs> First of all, I was six, I was six foot they're one. Lost. I was six they're foot lost, Ron. Yeah, wait, they're lost. Wait, I was six they're foot lost. How many Puerto Ricans do you know that are six foot one? But I look like I look Puerto Rican because I had black hair, black, you know, a very dark Italian. So I passed, but they looked at me they, and they said to me, Have you ever had any dance training? I said, yeah, I used to go to confraternity at the church on Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) I never got the job. But Jane Russell, who was my buddy, buddy of all buddies, used to always talk about the guy from Gentlemen for Blondes. My God, his name just left me. The choreographer was wonderful. He he taught Marilyn and Jane how to dance for Gentlemen for Blondes. Jack Cole. Jack Cole. Thank you so much. Jack Cole. Jane worshipped him. She used to talk about Jack all the time. She said he had the patience of Job because the girls were tripping over each other. But he was very (laughs) hard on the chorus boys. The chorus boys he was tough with, but he was very nice with Jane and Marilyn. And Jack Cole really was a great choreographer. Oh, yeah. As was Pan. What was his name? Uh, Hermes Pan. Yes, Hermes. Hermes Pan, another one. Hermes Pan. Of course, you're up there with those guys. So wait, I want to do a little bragging, first of all, so people actually know who we're talking about a little bit here. So, And we're going to talk about your book. Don't worry. we got plenty of time. We'll bring everything together. So you guys, um, uh, Vincent, I keep looking at and see Nicholas Vincent on here, and I'm like, I have to scratch that out so I don't like screw things up. So Vincent Patterson, you guys, he's a – I mean, when I say choreographer, he's like an icon, you guys. Some of the people he's worked with, Michael Jackson, Woo, uh, Blood on the Dance Floor. <laughs> Actually, here, I'm going to read some of these things Did off. Thrill- Did you get do the choreography for Thriller? I was assistant choreographer, and I did – I was a dancing zombie. Oh, I loved it. That, that was – 
in one of my most favorite Michael Jackson pieces. I, I would love to watch. I love it. I still love watching. Wait, though. You're going to like listen to this. Okay, so you guys, Michael Jackson, Blood on the Dance Floor. He was Lots of movies he's done choreography for. Evita, The Birdcage, Angus, Hook, Madonna, Truth or Dare, Havana, Madonna, Blonde Ambition, Japanese Tour in the 1990, The Mighty Quinn, Moonwalker, Michael Jackson music video, Mannequin, the movie, which we'd love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, South Pacific 2001 He also did the choreography For the Bjork movie Dancer in the Dark uh, He did the uh, MGM documentary When the Lion Roars in 1992 He was a Tony nominee In the 47th annual Tony Awards For 1993 He's he's in the Weird Al Eat It music video Did you also choreograph it? I didn't, no But uh, I, I kind of staged it But I didn't choreograph it really. But I was the only one from Beat It I, I was the gang leader in Michael Jackson's Beat It, and they called me to ask if I would be in Eat It for Weird Al, and I said, absolutely. You also did Michael Jackson's Will You Be There? Smooth Criminal, which I think is next to Beat It. I mean, next to uh, Thriller is probably like his best music video. I think Smooth Criminal is like phenomenal. Um, the Way You Make Me Feel, um, uh, Van Halen's Hot for Teacher, um, so you've done all kinds of things. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, how did you become, and you're also a director. So some of these things you directed? Yes. Yes. I directed a lot of those things. I directed some videos for Michael Jackson. I directed the Blonde Ambition Tour for Madonna, um, and which was so much fun. And we changed the face of pop tours. You know, we changed it from just uh, people coming out and performing and singing to all of a sudden more theatrical with dancers and changing sets and changing costumes and all of that. And yes, I've done a lot of directing as well. And I've, I've directed a lot in Europe and I'm getting direct, getting ready to direct another big project in Europe. So yeah, I, I do it all. So how no, have you directed a lot of Broadway? I haven't directed Broadway, but I was nominated for a Tony for choreographing Kiss the Spider Woman with Cheetah Rivera. Oh, I love and, Cheetah. Uh, oh my God, my yeah. favorite one. Isn't she wonderful? Cheetah. She yes. is the kindest, most beautiful woman in the world. I, I adore Cheetah Rivera. She is so sweet and such a hard worker and so adorable and never complains. Dancer, she was really some hell of an energetic dancer. She could hide oh, yeah. nobody. Oh, I love oh, yeah. Cheetah. Cheetah is one of my favorites. So people. how did you get into the whole thing? Because someplace I read it online that... And maybe it was just for a dancer. Like it said that you started late, late in life, which I don't know how old late in life is. It can't be that old because you were like doing it young. But like, how did you decide Did you wake up and say, hey, I'm going to be, you know, the world's greatest choreographer? How did that all come about? <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> no, um, I, I didn't. I was an actor, basically. And at 24, I, I, I passed by dance studio all the time. And I thought, you know, I'm so out of shape. Maybe I should do something to get in shape. And I went in and started taking my first dance classes at 24. That's why they say late, because most dancers start in their teens or younger. But um, I just got addicted. I absolutely loved the dance. I was living in Tucson, Arizona, and I moved out to California after four years of, of beginning to dance, learning how to dance. And I thought, I really want to see if I can do this and work my butt off, auditioning, taking class and everything. And Finally got some great jobs. I toured the world with Shirley MacLaine. I was Barbara Mandrell's dance partner on her series for two years. And then I got like these music videos like Beaded and Thriller. And, um, and from that, crazy people like Ben Halen and all, they started to call me up and say, hey, you know, we want dancing in our 
can you come and teach us how to do some dancing? And so I did. I did hot for teacher, which was the beginning of the crotch grab. It was the first <laughs> time I did that moment. And, uh, <laughs> and the thing I love about, about that uh, hot for teacher was I seem to always be. Froze. Oh, no, we froze. They think it's too sexy. Um, but Tipper Gore had gone in front of the, I don't know, government council for uh, vulgarity or something yeah, and, and, and highlighted and highlighted uh, hot for teacher as one of the most vulgar and disrespectful videos and that should not be shown to children. But I even have a better one. Pope, when I did the blonde ambition tour, uh, I think it was Pope Paul. He came out and said with the blonde ambition tour, Satan has been re-released in the world. And I thought, Oh my God, I did that. You made it. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? He was so upset by it that he told his 19-year-old boyfriend that night how upset he was. His 19-year-old lover. I had, I, had, I had a wonderful friend in New York who I loved, Pasquale. Did you know Pasquale, the choreographer? No. No. Pasquale did a lot of Broadway. And he was just sensational. And I remember him saying to me, Ron, I worked so hard that my feet bled. Did you have, your feet ever bleed? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. You know, now I'm suffering. I, I mean, I've always been very healthy, but you no, know, I'm getting up there. And, and all those years of dancing, you know, the bones start to go. And it's uh, you know, all my organs are great, but the bones really have paid a price. So. I know that they wanted me to dance at, at the uh, Met Ballet, but I, you know, they wanted me to do Nijinsky's <laughs> The Fawn. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I, I'm, I'm, I can't commit because I'm very busy. I'm 82 years old, you know. And they said, would you like to dance The Fawn? I said, well, maybe. So wait, I have a question. So, so I've met Madonna once uh, and she was super nice when I met her. You know, I was like backstage at a concert that she was in and it was really weird. Uh -huh. I, was, I was in Florida and um, I was in Florida and there's some criminal guy who I had been hanging out with. I didn't know he was a criminal at the time, but he knew how to get in places. So we got to go in and I sat down next to George Lucas and Rosie O'Donnell. It was just a blast. I had a blast and she was super cool. So how was it working, you know, with Madonna? I mean, that was when Madonna was like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. You know, like at her career. Well, it, it, it was so exciting because, you know, I did first I did a real controversial Pepsi commercial with her. And then I did the video Express Yourself with her. And then I choreographed and directed the Blonde Ambition Tour with her. And I did her appearance on the Academy Awards, uh, where she sang sooner or later, looking so gorgeously sexy like Marilyn Monroe. And I created that um, the Vogue version of uh, the Marie Antoinette version of Vogue that she did on the MTV show. And I did Evita. So I got to work with her for uh, the movie Evita. So you know, 10 years, I guess, we worked back and forth. She, she was very confident and comfort, comfortable with you. Yeah, you know, she, she, and you know what, just like you said, Jimmy, it was when she was really at the height and, and, and when people are there, they want to listen because they want to do their best. And it's before all the years after when they think they know everything, you know, so I was very fortunate to work with her at an incredible time in her career and in my career. And, you know, unlike Michael Jackson, when Michael Jackson would hire you to do something, he would just give you free reign and just say, go ahead and do it. 
the funny thing about Madonna was she always questioned everything. So, you know, you'd say, okay, I have this idea. Well, I don't know if that's a good idea. Why don't you show me? And then you have to show her. And then <laughs> you, know say, you know why she did that? Because she was Italian. Yeah, he would he'd probably do that too. <laughs> Italians, Italians are suspicious of everything. <laughs> but, yeah. what, what did you think of Madonna's uh, Vogue? The choreography. Well, I worked on Vogue for her. I I worked on it. Um, you know, love, the first I day, the Vogue. first day, the first day I went to work on the Blonde Ambition tour. Uh, two of the Vogue dancers had put movement together, and they were getting ready to shoot the next day the video. And uh, they just needed I needed to take that movement and make it into a dance. So that's what I did for them. And uh, they shot it the next day. And then we did another version of it when I did the Blonde Ambition tour. And then the third version of it when I did, you know, dressed her as Marie Antoinette. So I thought she did an incredible thing bringing Vogue to the masses. Vogue is Madonna's best work as far as I'm concerned. I hear it now when I get up and dance. I mean, it is such a beat, and her voice and the lyrics—it's a—it's awesome. a first class, a hundred percent wonderful uh, video. Ron used to have a show called "Set the Record Straight," and he's basically like a Turner Classic Movies icon. And so, when it talks about Greta Garbo and Monroe and all those different people, like he's—he's he's met like half of them. Um, all so, of them. Like he, well, except for Marilyn Monroe, you didn't meet Marilyn. No, Marilyn, I was too young. Yeah, I but he's met a whole bunch of because Jane Russell was his best friend, and so he's met also. He loves the whole everything about it, and we have a friend, a very good friend. Well, what does that got to do with Madonna? It's her. What do you mean? What's it got oh, to do? With? Oh, it's her oh, song. Daddy, it's in the oh, song. Oh, right. All the names. All the names you, in the song. Right. Oh, now I. And got we have it. a very good yeah. friend. We have a very good friend uh, named Leon who we're going to be working on a movie with, and he's actually the main character in the Madonna Like a Prayer video. Yeah. Oh. Um, Black Leon, guy, that, yeah, Leon. I love Leon, and he's a really one, cool one of our favorite people. Yeah, he's super oh. cool. So I think that's really cool. Just I think in general, what you've been able to accomplish is really cool. And then another like six degrees of separation. So you know, Eileen and I have a PR company called World Star PR, and one of our clients is Howard Bloom, who was the publicist to the stars, and he was Michael Jackson's publicist for like twenty or thirty years or something. Wow! Um, and wow! So, would, so, uh, would you have liked to have worked? with Angela Lansbury on MAME. I love Angela Lansbury. I, I wish I had the opportunity to work with her. Oh my God, what an amazing actress. What an amazing I, I person. I met her briefly. She was the most charming. In, in one minute that I met her, she held my hand and, and just was so elegant and ladylike and charming and warm. I fainted. I, I was so, open. I've met them all. So, you know, movie stars don't knock me over. But Angela Lansbury did. She was she just was the most charming woman you ever want to meet. In the chat room, well, you they're know talking about okay. Betty Davis. I got to meet Betty Davis. And I was doing Betty, Betty Davis, you know, I guess you may know this, but she had always spoken to the Academy uh, for us to get an Oscar for hair and makeup people because she always believed that hair and makeup people were the geniuses on the sets. And since the Academy didn't do a show, she would every once in a while put up an award show just for hair and makeup people. And I was fortunate enough one year to dance, not only dance on the show, but I was chosen by the choreographer. I was a lot younger. I was chosen by the choreographer be Betty Davis's personal escort back and forth to the stage to her dressing room 
So she would invite me in and have me sit down, have a cup of coffee with her. And she was so funny, just smoking those one cigarette after the next and smoking, smoking, smoking. And, no, and she'd say like, tell me about yourself. Tell me about yourself, you know? And I'd talk about my things and she'd say, you're such a good boy. Such a good boy. <laughs> I, I, I was at a, a party at her apartment over on Havenhurst, and I was watching her, and she was smoking. She took, inhaled a cigarette and drank her drink. And I had to say, Betty, how do you do that? How do you swallow your liquor with the, the, the smoke? And she said, it ain't easy. <laughs> when I first went to her apartment on Havenhurst, she lived at the colony. And it was her apartment was fourth floor, four F. So my sense of humor and hers is the same. And when I went in, I said, "Betty, what an apropos apartment number, four F." And she said, "Yes, four fucks." She was dirty out. She was far from the lady she was on the screen. She loved the dirty joke. We were, uh, my friend of mine, Tristan Rogers, a soap opera star, had a long talk with her about a dildo. I mean, Betty Davis was really so far from that hootie tootie broad from Maine, you know. She was just a yeah. down to earth broad. She liked yeah. to drink, smoke, and have fun. And she yeah. loved the boys. She loved the gay boys. I mean, <laughs> I, I love Betty. Betty and I had a lot of fun together. Oh, wow. I wish I had known her better. But... You know, most of the guests at her party would roll their eyes when I would speak to her because they would think, oh, she's going to throw him out. But she liked that because Betty and I got we Frank. I'm very frank. I'm from Brooklyn. I, I tell it like it is. That's what Betty liked. If you we went to La Moustache with, to, with Gallo, the producer, and we were doing something for lunch in, in, in California, in L.A. La Moustache was a, a restaurant. Uh -huh. And she had a, a sailor hat like that, big sunglasses and no lipstick. Well, we had lunch. Nobody knew who she was. Suddenly, she got out the tube of lipstick, and I'll never forget how she puts a lipstick on. <laughs> and, <it was> a <laughs> and she turned around, and she said, more coffee with that Betty. Well, all the queens jumped up screaming. Oh, my God. They ran over to her, and they said, oh, Miss Davis, I love you. I adore you. I worship you. You know what she said? Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course. <laughs> of course you do. I almost choked on my coffee, and I busted her balls about that until she died. Whenever I had an opportunity, I said, but of course you do. But of course you do. <laughs> we had a whole sense of humor. So, so uh, uh, I missed that broad. So, first of all, the chat room, they're also making sure I bring out the fact that you've also choreographed <laughs> opera, which I didn't know that. I didn't see that where I was. Manon? I don't know how you pronounce it. Mignon. Manon. Manon. Okay. So, so they wanted to make sure that I bring that out so everybody knows you've also done opera. Um, do, you, do you have a thing that you like doing the best out of all the different types uh, of things? Be music videos and movies and, and operas? Is there something that you enjoy more than the other? Or are they all kind of the same? No, I think most, I, I, I like directing musicals. I think that's my favorite thing. I, I directed a musical cabaret. It was the, the first original production in Berlin. I did it in 2004 and it's still running now every single summer. So that's very exciting. And then I directed um, the musical De Vida in Vienna four years ago, just before the pandemic. And that went really, really well. It was supposed to run for two months and ran for nine months. So I love doing that. And I'm getting ready to do a new original one 
uh, that I can't really say the name around about right now, but I think I like that best. I like directing and choreographing musicals. I I, I would agree with that. What did you think of Sid Charisse? I loved Sid Charisse, and you know, I got to meet Sid Charisse. I never and, met her. I'm jealous. Oh my God! I I was at the Monaco Dance Forum. I was invited to speak there, and Sid Charisse was there. And um, they asked me if I would escort her to a lunch. So she and I, I picked her up and, and I took her to a luncheon and we sat together. She was such a lady. And I told her that when I first began to choreograph, the way I taught myself was watching dance that she did with Fred Astaire. Yes. To, um, da dancing in the dark and yes. out in the park that Hermes Pan did. Really? And when she heard that story, she just, she was so surprised. And she said, oh my gosh, what, I can't believe that. What a lady, what a sweetheart. Oh my gosh, what a I, sweetheart. I, and what a beautiful dancer. Uh, yes, I never met her. And had I met her, I would have said to her, you have the most magnificent legs of any human uh, being in the earth. Those legs were sculpted and law, and could she dance? My favorite number is with she and Fred Astaire in the, the Chinese number. Uh, oh shit! Oh, the, that wonderful. No, in the Chinese. movie, they, they, she was a, a, in a in a green uh, emerald green nothing with her legs kicking in the air, dancing with Fred Astaire, and he was a gangster. I think it's Girl Hunt. I think the piece is called Girl Hunt. Oh, the piece is called Girl Hunt. Yeah, that is yeah. my favorite. That piece that yeah. she did was fabulous. I mean, oh my what, a God. what a dancer. Yeah. What did you think of Absolutely. Shirley Blaine? Shirley, I knew. I know. What did you think of Shirley? Well, you know, I I had a little rough time with Shirley, but she was my, my heroine, I should say, for years and years and years. I loved everything. I still love every piece of acting she's ever done. And, and I think she's one of the most amazing actresses that ever existed. Um, but I did a tour with her and I had a little problem with her because um, what would happen is every once in a while she would gain a little weight and it would be right in, right in the middle, you know. And one of the right. things I had to do in the, in the show, she had a Velcro belt that I had to put around her waist and attach. And it, it, because it had a big joke to it, it had all these little beads in the back and she would turn her butt to the audience and kind of do a twerking thing and get a big laugh, you know. Well, when she would gain a little weight, unfortunately, this belt didn't have elasticity. So she would push out her belly and the thing would fall to the floor and it would be my fault. You know, she would blame it on me. <laughs> well, no, you know. I was incompetent. I was an incompetent dancer because I couldn't put this piece of Velcro together on her belly, you know. But yeah, after well, that, anyway, Shirley, after that, years Shirley, later, I Shirley Years later, I, I dreamt <laughs> You go, I, Ron, you go. Wait, what I gathered from Shirley is she's always in control. Oh, yeah. No one is in control with Shirley MacLaine, not director, producer, writer, actor, or choreographer. Shirley no. has in her head what she does is the best, the only way to do it. A perfectionist. But I had to tell her once, don't you ever clean your house? I mean, her, her, we used to go to her Malibu place, you know, in, in the colony. Sloppy, uh -huh. broad, newspapers piled all over, shit all over, junk. I said, to, don't you have a housekeeper? She couldn't care. <laughs> she was into like, you know, writing, you know, out on a limb. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, 
I directed this big project for APLA and um, I asked Shirley if she would be the hostess and she was, and she was fantastic. And, you know, after that, she came up to me and she said, you know, uh, you are just a brilliant director and I'm so glad that we create, you know, we, we met again and, and, and on good terms and, you know, thank you so much. And it was, thank you for inviting me to do this. So it wound up being really great with her. Oh, she's a really, she's a professional, you know, she's oh, a yeah. pro. If she can't do yeah. it perfectly, she won't do it. You know, exactly. She is, she's on target with everything. Okay. Yeah. Another question. What did you think of Liza Minnelli? Liza, I never met, but I thought she was always incredible, but I've never had the opportunity to work with her. I met her briefly with Mike Jackson once, but um, no, I never had the chance to work with Liza, but what an amazing, what an amazing gift that it woman It wouldn't has. have been a happy experience for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Did you know her? No. I've, oh. I've, I've ha I had an encounter with her on the phone, and oh. I, just, I just like her intensely. Oh, sorry about <laughs> that. She's not the nicest person. Uh, she seems to be paranoid and weird. And, mm. you know, Jane Russell was angry with me for a bit. Jane Russell wanted Liza Minnelli to come in and raise money for her church because Jane's church needed a roof. So I was uh, planning here in Palm Springs a big event for Jane Russell's church's roof. And, you know, everybody was coming and Debbie Reynolds was said, yeah, to me, you know, everybody was ready to do it. I called, Jane said, here, call Liza Minnelli, see if she'll do it. So I called up and I said, hi, Liza, this is Ron Russell. I don't know you. How did you get this number? Oh, my God. And the phone went up in the air and some guy grabbed the phone and he said, this number's being changed. Don't you ever call here again? And I said, oh. what the fuck? So I called Jane back. I said, Jane, they're crazy people. She said, oh, I gave you her cellular. I said, well, give me another number. So she gave me her agent. I called up and her agent was on the phone. And I said to him, we would like Liza Minnelli to come in to benefit to raise money for Jane Russell's church, blah, blah, blah. He said, yes, yeah, she gets 45000 for the night. I said, 40, it's a benefit. I said, you know, I can get Patty LaBelle for 30000 he said, yeah, but it's not Liza Minnelli. I said, yeah, but Patti LaBelle can sing. <laughs> and, and, and the agent couldn't wait to call up Liza Minnelli and tell her what I said. She immediately called Jane Russell and told Jane Russell. And Jane Russell called me and said, Ron, what the hell did you say? You oh, can't God. do that. I said, fuck her. Who does she think she is? I said, you know, Judy Garland is her mother. She's something. Liza Minnelli wouldn't be where she is if it wasn't for Judy Garland. Jane said, I oh, know it's that way. We really wanted her to come in the show, but she never came in the show. But Debbie uh, Reynolds was a doll. I called Debbie. I said, hi, Debbie. It's Ron. Blah, 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 blah. She said, Ron, I can't talk to you right now. My dog died. I said, oh, I feel bad, Debbie. Call me tomorrow. So I called her the next day. She said, Ron, I can't talk. My daughter's in the car honking. We have to go pick out a coffin for my dog. Oh. So oh. I love Debbie. We're going to change the topic Wait, now. did you know Debbie Reynolds? I did know Debbie. I did. I worked with her a couple times. And she had a big, uh, big uh, dance rehearsal space here. And because I had a lot of projects there with Michael Jackson, you know, Debbie was always coming in to meet everybody that I was working with. And what a doll. Oh, my God. One of the sweetest and funniest. 
funniest ladies. Oh my God. I love the dirty joke more than anyone. Debbie, <laughs> mouth on her. I was in a limo between Joan Rivers and Debbie Reynolds. Oh my God. Oh yeah. If I didn't pee myself, I'm wishing there was oh. a camera. It was the best show you ever would have seen in your life. Those two were wow. Joan Rivers was breaking in her joke. So we used to go to the comedy store in LA and sit there just private, you know, only VIP. And then we'd write down what joke we liked and what we didn't like. So Debbie uh -huh. was there one night and I was sitting next to Debbie. And then when we left, Debbie said, I haven't had a chance to catch up. Come sit in the limo. Now it's Joan Rivers limo. She didn't even know that Debbie and I were in there. And Joan came in the limo. Well, what Debbie didn't say to her, about her jokes. And Joan had another mouth, a dirty New York mouth. These two boys, they made sailors look like saints. I'm telling you, I wish I had a recording. I cannot even remember the dialogue because I didn't stop laughing. Those oh my two God. Boys, they loved each other, but they were bitches. Wow. They could All bitch right. each other. All right, now we're going to switch the topic. So you guys, Vincent... Vincent Patterson has a new book that came out. I'm going to show everybody so they can see it. It's called Icons and Instincts by Vincent Patterson with Amy. How do I pronounce her name? Tofty? Tofty, yeah. Tofty. Amy Tofty. Um, it's a great book. It's got pictures. It's all about his life as a choreographer. I want to know what you – and the pictures are really good. Like he's okay, got this, everybody. this is my next flight to New York. I'm going to save it. I only <laughs> – I can't, you know, if I'm home, I can't read the phone, the this, the, the interruptions up the ass. When I'm on an airplane, nobody gets me. So this is my next flight to New York book. I will read it from cover Which, to cover. Tell everybody where they Wait get it. Because I'm going to love everything that's in it and all the stars you talk about. I can't wait to uh, read it. Tell everybody first, where do they get it? Because since she already ordered it, it's supposed to arrive tomorrow. <laughs> well, the easiest place to order it is Amazon.com. That's the easiest place, you know, but it's in a lot of bookstores now. It's at uh, Target. It's, uh, I think, Barnes & Noble. But the easiest place is Amazon.com. So what did you do with Mel Brooks? Because I love Mel Brooks. Oh, I love him. Uh, and his with wife. Mel Brooks, I did a crazy video called To Be or Not To Be. And uh, it was based on on his crazy. He, he played a Nazi rapper, right. Hitler rapping. And I played one of the Nazi soldiers. And uh, at one point, they strapped me up to a, a, a column and whipped me, these three gorgeous ladies whipping me as a Nazi soldier. He was crazy, Mel Brooks. Oh, my God. What a great man. I want to what say something man. about your book. He also has the most wonderful pictures in color. Yeah, they're great pictures. As he's talking about his life. Michael Jackson, Madonna, I, I Mel think, Brooks. Wait, I think this, listen, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass, and we're not getting any money for this book. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. It's going to be a good book for you movie buffs out there. You people who my fans who follow me because of Mr. Hollywood bullshit. This is another part of Hollywood. Read it. Absolutely. I like love it. I, I can't wait. I, I And I think you're adorable. I love you. I think you're adorable. You are a sweet guy. If I was ever a fabulous dancer, I would have definitely wanted to be uh, taught by you. Um, oh, Ron, I would love to choreograph for you. No, you, you, you know what? I, I know a lot of people. Well, we both know a lot of people in the business. Some of them are real motherfuckers. I mean, they're not nice at all. <laughs> they're nasty. They're arrogant. Yeah. They think who the hell they are. Mr. Blackwell was my best and dearest friend in the world. You know who Mr. Blackwell oh. 
10 wow. words on list. I mean, we were like wow. brothers hung out. Well, he was a Jew and an Italian from Brooklyn, and that's what I am, an Italian Jew from Brooklyn. So we had that in common. He would talk about, like Sidney Guleroff, who's a wonderful guy, and the other one who's big. But he gave me such dirt about before when I was little. I was about eight years old, so I didn't know these people. But he would tell me who was who in the business, who was screwing who, who was gay. <laughs> he told me that he had a three-way with Cary Grant and Randolph Scott. So I remember when he told me that, I said, it should have only happened to me. To have a three-way with Cary Grant and Randolph Scott. Oh, my God. Anyway, his book is uh, From Rags to Bitches. Everybody, go get that uh, somewhere you can find it. Very interesting. Wow. So I'm going to go back. What did you do with Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney, I did a video out in the desert in Arizona. Uh, it was called Stranglehold, and what a nice guy. I got to work with three of the Beatles, actually. I, I worked with Paul, and I worked with Ringo Starr doing an Oldsmobile commercial. And I worked with George Harrison doing another crazy video, and you know, when I was growing up, these guys were my heroes. The Beatles, I just, I just couldn't get enough of the Beatles. I thought, I thought every song that they wrote had that they knew who I was or something. You know, the lyrics just felt so personal to me. So to get to work with three of them, oh my God, I, I, I was ecstatic. Yeah, absolutely great time. There's a great picture in the book, you guys, too, of of um, Vincent as one of the like zombies in the thriller video yeah. with Michael Jackson. He like how cool that is that? that he was like, the that's winner. just freaking awesome. So, okay. So let's ask you a hype because you've worked with, I mean, most people that come on here have had like, maybe like, they're lucky and they've gotten to do one cool, really, really cool, like awesome movie or awesome something here. You know, you've got, you know, cause I, I don't know. I, I think, I think most are, I don't think many people would, would disagree that Madonna and Michael Jackson are two of the biggest pop stars in the history of pop music. Yeah, yet if you ask young people today if they know who Madonna is, they say, huh? Well, some of them. It's so well, sad. Our demographic, everybody knows yeah, Madonna. Yeah, I know, but you so, ask the kids at 8, 16, and 17 who Michael... Oh, look at just yesterday. Somebody was on, on the show I was on. I was on Brian's show. And somebody said, "We, uh, my kid just found out that Michael Jackson was black. I mean, where the fuck are these people? You don't know that Michael Jackson is black? I mean, what rock do they live under? I know. So here's I my know. question. You, I mean, because you've worked with the biggest people. Uh, bucket list, is there like an artist uh, an artist or a... Oh, wait, I didn't go to... Do you have a wife, a husband, a boyfriend? Husband. Oh, how husband. many? Uh, this is married. My, look what I married. The, the, uh, the cat dragged in. <laughs> How many years are you married, Vinny? We've been, uh, January will be nine, but we've been together for 15. So uh, he's, he's a musician uh, and a photographer from Montreal, Canada. And um, yeah, you know, the funny thing was uh, he moved down and, you know, we weren't planning on getting married, but he, I, I couldn't get him a visa any other way. So we said, we said, well, what the hell? Let's get married. And you know, it was so funny. We got married, and we had fifty friends and family here, and 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 it changed our relationship so beautifully. The, the commitment, and you know, I'm just so happy that, that that gay marriage exists here in California. And I I wish it would be just everywhere, and people would stop fucking hassling us and on, let could, us just live our lives. You get hassled for it? I don't. No, he's talking about we used to. Oh, I'm talking used about to. in general. Yeah. I no, when, when, about I first, when I first met Jimmy, Jimmy, of course, wanted to make love. 
And I said to him, no, no way. I said, I'm not going to be a backstreet boy. I said, you either marry me or get the fuck away from me. So he said, I'll marry you. Our 10-year anniversary yeah, was last th- month. Th- that's the truth. He thought he was going to come to my house because he was with somebody for 25 years. So I knew he was with in a relationship. So he thought he was going to come to my house, have sex with me, and then go home. No way, baby. Yeah. I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. Us Brooklyn kids are too smart. So I said to him, you want a relationship with me? Get rid of the other one. And he did. So wait, going back well, to my question, though, bucket list. Like, is there a certain artist that you're like, oh, my God, I really wish I had an opportunity to work with this person. And who would that person be? Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga. Go. Who did he say? Lady Gaga. Phenomenal. Lady Gaga. Interesting. I think so, too. I think, I, think she's, I think she is such a super talent, not only uh, her, her music and her voice, but, mm-hmm. you know, her, her acting is great. And I just like that she has a, a broad range of interests, you know, from Tony Bennett to pop, yeah. pop being a pop star. You know, I, I really respect this woman. And I love and the first that she's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she, yeah, and you know what? I love the fact that even when she became famous, she was back work, helping her family in the rest in the family restaurant. I mean, I love those kind of things. You know, those yes. are great stories. Well, that's know. how we're brought I up. Agree. You know, what? Italians are brought up with three things you must do in life: la familia, la familia, la familia. The yeah. family, the family, the family. That's it. That's our religion. So wait, okay. So what about like? What, if, what are you? Irish, Swedish, German? You look Irish. I am. I'm four things, basically. I mean, I'm American, but I'm background is four things. Um, French, Dutch, English, and Polish. My one grandmother came from Poland. One grandfather came from England. And the other two are just apple pie Americans. But that's where the French and the Dutch part came. But yeah, you look, uh, that's my, the background. My, my, I was married for 16 years, and my wife was Dutch. And uh, her name was Hendrika Schurz, which is really a Dutch name. And my children are Italo uh, Dutch. And they're quite ah. beautiful, my two daughters. Also, you guys, if you want to follow Dutch are, Dutch are good looking people. Follow Vincent on Instagram. His Instagram is at VLPLA. What does that stand for? Vincent Leonard Patterson, Los Angeles. Oh, there we go. Oh, so you're in Los Angeles then. Okay. Yeah. We're in Palm Springs. We're in Palm Springs. You know, yeah. we have to invite you to some of the red carpets, the good one, not the shitty one. But some of the red carpet events that you may get enjoy to meet people and get out there. I like you. I'd like to be your friend. <laughs> cool. Great. Great. Also, uh, well, well, Palm Springs. I'd like to meet you guys in person. You know, if yeah, I come out I don't to Palm offer my friendship to all. Our, I don't offer my friendship to all guests. Trust me. But I'd like to meet you one day too. I think you're a sweet guy, and pleasant. Thanks, Ron. And you have a very positive outlook. And you are music and dance, and that is something that I've always wanted to be. Uh, oh. I've sung in my day on stage, but I find singing to be better than acting, and I've done movies and TV. But no, I find that my most enjoyable moments were when I sang. There's something about wow. music that makes your spirit rise. It really is. Yeah. I like loving and that. I, and I see that in you. I see in you the, the music. The, I see it. All these people, too, like... We've met many of the people that are on the back. Uh, yeah, we should have dinner or lunch of your of your, uh, of your book. Like Ron's daughter actually worked for Paula Abdul uh, for a while, and we had Tony Basil on the show. And not uh, Paula Abdul, I'm not allowed to say and, uh, what my daughter said. 
But either way. And, well, uh, quickie. Paula was in my daughter's car nervous, and she pulled all the extensions out of her head <laughs> and threw them on my daughter's floor of her car. She pulled them out and threw them on the floor. I, like, love that. <laughs> cool. So what about what about a movie that you would have liked to have choreographed? Is there a movie that you're like, oh my god, like I wish I would have been able to do this? Like West Side Story. Well, no, you know, um, uh, I, I worked with Spielberg doing Hook. That was really fun. But you know, I had a great time doing Birdcage and uh, with Mike Nichols and Robin Williams and all of them. That was great. And Evita was so much fun for me. And and, you know, I really had a great time with Bjork and Lars von Trier in Europe doing Dancer in the Dark. That that was a great film. And we won the, Condor, the Palm Door and Palm for that. Um, I never but, saw uh, that movie. I need to watch that. I never saw that movie. Is it from the music? Dancing in the Dark? No. Is it from the It's a really powerful film. It, and Bjork is absolutely incredible. She should have won an Academy Award. And Catherine Deneuve is in it. She's great. Love you know. Oh, me too. She was so oh, beautiful. What a woman. What a woman. And what a sweetheart. I'm telling you, you know, when we made this film, it was so funny. We'd be rehearsing and Lars von Trier would come in with some schnapps and he'd say, come on, everybody, let's go sit outside on the lawn and all have some schnapps. So, you know, there we would be in rehearsals and then sitting out there with Catherine and Bjork and Lars and Joel Gray and sitting and having a schnapps and talking and then go back in and rehearse. It was great. It was great. Well, I knew Burt Reynolds really well because, oh. yeah, Burt Reynolds was a buddy of our clique. And I said to Burt one day, what was it like working with Catherine, Catherine Deneuve? And he said, Ron, she was probably one of the women I could have fallen madly in love with out of all the actresses I worked with, but she wasn't interested. They did have sex, I think he said, but uh, <laughs> she wasn't interested in Burt Reynolds any further than what it was. And he said he could have fallen in love with her. Wow. Well, my husband and I the other night would watch Repulsion. Did you ever see that with her, with Catherine Deneuve when she was young? It was a Roman Polanski film, like horror film. Repulsion. She, I've never seen she, it. Yeah. Oh, she's so beautiful. You just, I forgot how beautiful she was as a young woman. Beautiful. My God. She she and Verna Lisi looked alike. Yeah. And two of them were magnificent looking. Yeah, I mean, Verna Lisi was dropped dead, and so is Katrine. I mean, there, there are some women who are Grace Kelly. You know, there are certain, I've oh. never met Grace Kelly or Audrey Hepburn, and Blackwell knew them well, and I oh. would pump Blackwell to get stories out of them, and I said, I would have loved to have met Grace Kelly. Oh, my God, I adored her as a young fella. And he said, you know what? She was nothing like what she portrayed. He said she'd bang the gas station attendant if he was cute. <laughs> but Audrey Hepburn, he said, what you saw on the screen is what you got in person. Did you ever wow. meet one of them? I mean, you're too young. No. I met Elizabeth Taylor, though, again through Michael, you Michael what? Jackson. She met I Elizabeth met Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor through Michael Jackson. Oh, Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I worked she for was, her. I, I, she what did you think of her? I, I founded ha Have a Heart years ago, which was a benefit for AIDS. And it was a drag review of all drag queens that sung live. And we raised uh. money for Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth was with Am Amwar. Am Elizabeth Amwar. Amfar. 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 And she told me the president was making a hundred and quarter, that hundred thousand a year. And she was leaving. 
and she was forming her own, which was the Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research. Research. So I then got the troop to donate all our money to Elizabeth Taylor's uh, fund. And that's how come I was able to be at affairs and stuff with her. Uh, mm -hmm. Tiny little thing and silly. Uh, very naive. I found this, a woman that was so sophisticated and worldly to be so childlike and naive. And she giggled. Her laugh yeah. was a giggle. <laughs> she giggled. Yeah. But I, liked, exactly. I saw her here in Palm Springs for the last time. She was in a wheelchair. Oh. was deathly ill. Didn't even look like her. And they were oh. giving her an award. And they shut the lights. The theater was dark. When the lights came up, she was standing by the mic. Then as she, before she left, the theater went dark. They put her in the wheelchair and took her away. And I oh. thought that was a good way of doing it. Yeah. But yes, I did like Elizabeth Taylor. And never call her Liz. She did not Elizabeth. like called yeah. Liz at all. Yeah. Well, I want to know. She would correct you. Because I um so mannequin I think is one of like the greatest like eighties movies. Kim Cattrall, Andrew McCarthy. Like how Fun. was it working on that? And how were they? Like I love I met Andrew McCarthy once. They um, were both fun. Kim Cattrall and Andrew, they were great. I had a great time. And I'm from Philadelphia. So we shot it at Wanamakers in Philadelphia. So it was like going back home, you know, and and it, it was we had such a good time. And so they were really young. We were all really young and we just, you know hung out and, you know, had some drinks after we heard, after we would shoot and they'd come to my, uh, my hotel room and I'd hang out with me and I'd go to their hotel room, different ones and hang out with them. And we had a great time. In fact, I remember one time with Andrew, uh, the Academy Awards were coming on. So he, <laughs> he came to my hotel and what we did, <laughs> we put plastic over the television set and we had a, 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 a a bucket of water balloons and we put plastic on the floor and when we hated what happened we threw a water balloon at the TV. <laughs> that's so much fun actually we lived in doylestown for five years yeah. before we moved here so oh. i love i love pennsylvania it's such a beautiful terrain but beautiful. i want to i want to tell our audience something you hear vincent and i and jimmy speaking about celebrities the sad part of our business is it's a moment only. We meet them, we work with them, and then never see them again. And that's the sad part. <laughs> no, but that's the sad part of our business. Um, we're not best friends. We, we are best friends for the moment while we're working together. And then after it's over, we all go our own ways. And that does that depress you sometime? It gets me a little bit. Well, um, I actually kind of like it that way, to be honest with you. I, I like to have my, my personal life, you know, and, you know, I, I feel like uh, having worked with one person or two people for, I'm Michael Jackson, I worked for 18 years on and off, Madonna, 11 years on and off, you know. Uh, so I, I, I like to keep it, I like to keep the distance a little bit because, you know, what I found was if I tried to get too close then they thought I was going to be like other ass kissers that surrounded them all. You know what I mean? They thought I wanted something. So I prefer to keep it a business, but a very friendly, personal business situation. So that when we did get together, we had a really good time. And they knew that I was there to work. You know, I didn't right. want anything from them other than creativity, you know. So I always tried to keep it. And I liked having my own privacy, you know. So I think that works well. I hear you, Ron. 
I'm not a I fan. Of, hear you. I am not a fan of star fuckers. Yeah. You know, I know some here in Palm Springs that wangle their way up the asses of somebody that's famous because it makes their ego feel good. Um, yeah. I was never an ass kisser or a star fucker. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> He's only outed one person ever in his whole life. So we've been together over 10 years, and only one person ever I saw him be get excited about meeting. And we meet a lot of people because we, we do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Just like you do. Uh, there, there was a and reason. the only one was um, Kim Kathy Sledge from Sister Sledge. We went to oh. an event. She was there, and he's screaming across the room, Jimmy, come here, come here, come here. And never, I mean, we meet like a, a really big people. And it's because of We Are Family and it's such an iconic, you know, because, gay community no, song. Because and, back in the days of Stonewall, when gay people were all over the place and being beaten and thrown out of apartments and fired from their job and called degenerates and mentally ill people, I used to tell everybody, we have to unite. We have to get together. We are family. And that song was out at the time. So to me... We are family. I could cry from it because I could right now because it yeah. reminds me of all the people I lost to AIDS. So many wonderful, dear, close friends that I grew up with. And it, it, it's a song that means more to me than any other song in the world. So when meeting Kathy, I hugged her and I kissed her and I thanked her. And now we're friends with her. Oh, we're good friends. I thanked, I thanked her. I said, thank you so much on behalf of all the gay people in the world. Thank you, because that's become our national anthem. We are family, gay people. We are family. And we refer to each other as family. If I meet Absolutely. somebody, a gay woman, I'll say, you know, you have a husband? She'll say, oh, no, Ron, we're family. Uh, and I love that. Very I happy. Love that song. You know, I suggested that song to Mike Nichols to use as the closing song of Birdcage, the movie Birdcage, because I love that song so much. So I'm right there with you, Ron. Oh, that's awesome. It has such a meaning. What and a Kathy, great movie that and is, And let me too. tell you something about Kathy Sledge. The S Sledge sisters, I've met them all, except not the one that died. I didn't meet her. Those girls are the most perfect human beings. They were raised by a religious mother who taught them all the right things. Manners and about, about being morals. Uh, about being equal to the white people, about being decent black people, about being God-loving women. I love them. Uh, the, the, the Sledge Sisters are fabulous. Absolutely, uh, we've done, we, did, we worked with uh, Kathy, and we worked with um, yeah. Who's the other one? Oh, uh, oh my, that's so funny. I can't think of her name. She's been on the show no, a bunch no, of times. Now you threw me. Yeah, I messed up. Uh, but anyway, hold on. Let's go back because we're almost out uh, of time. Yeah, and the other one is my favorite that you can't remember. Kim, Kim, Kim Sledge, Kim. Kim Sledge. We did an event with her. Ever met the Sledge Sisters? No, I've never met them. Never. Oh, you do. It's a, it'll be a great pleasure for you. They're just lovely. Oh, great. So you guys, lovely. I want to go back. So first of all, Valo Vincent on his Instagram. It's V-L-P-L-A. Are you on Twitter or any of the other ones? Because I only did, did No, I'm just on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Vincent Patterson, artist, and uh, on Instagram v at V-L-P-L-A. So my oh, name. I uh, somebody and friend you. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys. Because I have 5,000. So, so, so you, you must guys, have 5,000 too. So you guys follow him on Instagram. This is the book. We want to like everybody to go out and buy the book. It's called Icons and Instincts by Vincent mm -hmm. Patterson. It's really a cool book. I read like half of it. I didn't get it all finished, um, but it's very, very interesting. The pictures are fabulous. And uh, you've seen by having us having him on the show that he's a great talker. He's got great stories. And so you guys will love the what book. What I love most about him is he keeps up with me. 
Do you know how wonderful that is? Most people are talking and fall asleep because they don't know who I'm talking about. Isn't it wonderful to say to this man, what do you think of Sid Charisse? And he didn't go, huh? Who? <laughs> Everybody in the chat, I'm saying you don't look at like they think you're you're 40, which if you know those people, you're probably older than 40. So you're doing really good. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I clocked his age because he said that he was growing up when the Beatles came out. That's the Beatles 60s. came out in 1960 because I was driving up from Florida and I had on my radio, let me hold your hand. I was 21 years old. So he had to be 12, 14. No, I'm, I'm 72. I'm 72. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't look anywhere. In, he's 82, and you're 72. That's awesome. Hey, you baby, look fabulous. Baby, us gay guys don't age. What do you think? We're like so we take care of ourselves. We take care of ourselves. Amen, a gorgeous. No sugar. No sugar. No oh. sugar. And God you're freaking the people in the chat room out, I am sure, because they're all, they all thought you were like 40s to mid-40s. So good for you. <laughs> Wait, you. No, take it. That's you have a great smile. You yes, have a great smile. That's what, I, that's what I like about it. No sugar, a happy marriage, and he's and got a wonderful a, career. And he's got a wonderful and career. And a dog. And a dog. Oh, what kind of dog? We have a pit. We have a pit bull, but she's the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest little girl. We adopted her, and you know we were really nervous about her, but she was about to be killed, and we took her. She was just six months old, and oh my God, her name's Zucchini. Her, her name's Zucchini, and she's absolutely adorable. She's going to be three in January. They were going to kill a six-month-old puppy. Are you serious? Because it's a pit bull. People are afraid. I don't give a yeah. shit. That's stupid though, because pit bulls are only mean if you train them to be mean. I've yeah. met beautiful what, pit bulls. We have a friend, Lorraine, who has a whole bunch of them. We she is so sweet. It, we have, it, it made me laugh, Ron. It made me laugh when Astro was giving you all those kisses because that's zucchini. She'll be laying outside and she'll get up and come in the house just to give us a kiss and then go back outside again. You know, oh my God. You guys have got to, you ever get to Palm Springs? I haven't been there in a long time, but I'll tell you, if I do, I'd love to meet you guys in person. Come over, come over for dinner. I'm a good cook, and I'll have some of our celebrity friends that live here over too. I'm sure you might Great. know. Do you know Rudy? Do you know Rudy? I know who she is, but I never met her. But I know who she is, Ruda. Yeah, she's wonderful. She is another fabulous actress. You know, does she still have that red hair? Yes, her hairdo is the same. She looks uh. the same. I told her. I said, Ruda, you know, I see you on Hogan's Hero. When you're young, you know, the repeats. And that broad hasn't changed. And her personality wow. is still explosive and funny and wild. I like wow. love it. Also, B. Claudia and Nicholas are both there. Everybody in the chat room is saying they loved you and enjoyed you. But yeah, I uh, think he's B. Claudia really too. said thank you for the shout outs. So I think love you. I'd like to meet you. No, Absolutely. Jimmy, Jimmy and I have friends in the business that we like a lot, we don't like too, you know. <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> Some of them I'd like to get away with murder, I would. <laughs> I mean, you've met some of those bitches in your life, too. I'm sure oh, that, there, that, that. I mean, has anybody ever said to you, Oh, Vincent, you have two left feet? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yes, actually, yes, yes, yes they did. I, 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 those I tell that story in my book. You know, when I was first starting to dance, I was sitting with this one dance teacher for uh, about six months, and I thought somebody told me about another, another a man who was teaching, and I thought, oh, I'll go take a ballet class from a man. This was a woman I had. So I went to take the class, and the man said to me, 
I was halfway in the ballet class and he said, how old are you? And I said, 24. And he said, get out of my class. You have no talent. You're yeah. never going to do anything. You'll never make it in this business. Get out of my class. And I left his class. I, you know. was, he was he wrong? If anybody ever said to me, you have two left feet, I'd say possibly. But what's in between them is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. You know, Great years, years and years ago, there was a place called the Peppermint Lounge in New York. Oh, and yeah. my, friend and, my friend Arlene and I would hang out at the Peppermint Lounge. And we could do the twist. You know, those dances we did good. And one night, Arthur Murray and his wife came into the Peppermint Lounge because it was a celebrity hangout. And my friend Evelyn, a gorgeous blonde with a pair of knobs like this. I mean, she had tits that went across her room, gigantic. And the old man, Fred, went after her and he wanted to dance with her. And he said, show me the twist. He was salivating at the mouth because she was twisting. And those babies were dancing and going all over. Now, the wife was hitting on my friend Arlene. So how do you like that for a little bit of a scoop? Wow. <laughs> Mary's wife, I think, was a little bit gay because she wow. was, yeah, she was hitting on my friend Arlene. Do you watch? I know you you were on a TV show, like a dance TV show, uh, Step Up and Dance or something. Do you do you watch like those like can so you think you can dance and stuff like that? Do you like to watch that or no? No, not so much anymore. You know, every once in a while I will. Um, but uh, no, nah, you know, I, I don't I'm not really into those dance competition shows. I'm a movie freak, actually. You know, we watch one or two movies every single night of the year. We're just crazy about films. You know, we watch a lot. too. I, I think you're above those dance TV shows. Those are so crappy. You know, I don't Some think of them are. I, I like it. I, what I like about it is that it exposes Americans to dance, you know, and I think that's an important thing because Dance was lost in our culture until kind of the 80s when MTV brought it back. And I think that these kind of shows at least keep it in in, in, in America's nature and it, it, it makes it present and upfront. And and it's a great it's a great art form. And so I'm happy that those dance shows exist, you know. They don't well, interest me as much, but I, I I'm really glad that they exist and a lot of people enjoy them. And you know, the more people that got up and danced, they'd, they'd be healthier, they'd be happier, you know. So I'm all for it. We have to give credit where it's due. Back in the 1940s, before black people invented or designed the jitterbug, no one danced. They did a waltz. Then the white people started to do jitterbugging and mambos and the Latin people brought in cha-cha. Yeah. Then the culture began dancing. But when we left it up to the wasps, it was a waltz. And you could fall asleep, you know, doing the waltz. So I think okay. we, have, we have to realize that the black culture, the Hispanic culture, brought everybody out to dance. Because I know oh, one thing. When I hear La Bamba, I become a slut. <laughs> a slut. I hump, I bump, and I screw on the dance floor. It's so sexy. <laughs> you go berserk, like baby. That. You go nutso. Woo, 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 woo. All right. So, everybody, please get... Get Vincent's book. Like I said, it's Icons and Instincts. And follow him on Instagram. It's at VLPLA. We want to thank you for coming on the show. And we will see you soon. We'll see and, you, uh, Vince. Thank and you. good thank luck with everything. 
congratulations and, and, on your success. And thank you for giving us a wonderful show. Oh, thank you for what a wonderful, wonderful morning. I really appreciate it, you guys. I hope we get to meet soon. I really do. Really Listen, well. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. If I don't like you, I just move on. But, <laughs> He's not lying. But <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, where we're tough. Yeah. Right. You thank have you a so much, day. Vincent. Take care, Vinny. Bye bye. Bye-bye. What a sweetheart of a guy. I would love to be friends with him. He's so full of my Hollywood that I miss so desperately. All right, you guys, now we're going to bring on our next guest and uh, go ahead and bring him in. Let's make sure we can hear him. Hello, Galen. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You oh, didn't write good, your last good. name in uh, there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But... <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented I know he's an actor. I don't know what else he does, but we're going to find out. Galen Howard, hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, uh, oh, long, is... long time no see. Yes. Right. I know. We, we, <laughs> we, last, run in the, we run in the same circles. I think we see too much of each other. But So Who this is my cool, outrageous man about town calls. I know, Ron Russell, but I'm doing it for the audience. So say hi. 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 Nice to have met you. <laughs> and then right. uh, we have a chat room full of people. So say hi times. to everybody in the chat room. Hello. Hello. There you go. So, so everybody, we met actually, we met Galen uh, officially uh, only like for Halloween, for Halloween hotness. Yes. He was, also, yes. he was also at That's a Rap premiere, Marcel's Waltz movie last week. Right. And um, uh, we met him uh, at Halloween hotness and he was with James Duvall and Ozzy. Uh, Ozzy Capri, yes, uh, in our clown motel movies with us. He's a he's a really cool guy. So welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. And how's life? Everything good? You know, more or less. I you know, I mean, when when you look at the grand grand scheme of things, you know, you know, uh, many of us don't have 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 very little right to complain. That's right. So I when people ask me, how's it going? How's life? Yeah. I give them the Brooklyn answer. Mm -hmm. Same shit, just different flies. <laughs> Yeah, you know. So I, yeah, you know. I was uh, I I was raised in California. Very much had the California experience. So I you know I started I started therapy when I literally started therapy when I was ten. So you know. <laughs> when, so yeah. So when so so for most of my life, you know, when um, you know, when people asked me how I was doing, it, it took me a while to realize that they didn't have an hour. <laughs> You're very funny. You're, you're an, a dramatic actor as well as a comic. He's a character actor and funny as shit. So first of all, we have one uh, one friend who's in the chat room, and she promoted the fact that you were coming on the show a lot. Uh, she's a big fan. If you could just say say hi to Don Hinton. Hey, uh, Don. Yes, she's. Oh, oh, Don is so sweet. Yes, such an advocate for uh, you know for for indie film and you know and you know working actors like us you know absolutely yeah, yeah she's one of the good ones for sure Sean, how you feeling baby yeah, she says she's feeling better but she's still in a lot of pain and she oh, just wrote you're a brilliant actor in oh, the so, oh, so one thing i yeah, want to like had, she's had some problems and she's still in pain i'm wishing oh. your pain away dawn work with me wish it away yes yeah so i want first thing i want to bring up is the fact that and so I used to live in Florida, and I like auditioned for a Justin Timberlake uh, video, and I didn't get it. But yeah. you, because um, I believe that "Can't Stop the Feeling" is Justin Timberlake's probably biggest. It was yeah, which is certainly saying Edward. something. But yeah, I mean, it was the you know for someone who had been in the who had been at it for twenty years. I mean, yeah, that was his. Uh, you know, that, that was you know one of his. That was 
uh, you know, one of his biggest hits, you know, it was the summer, I the summer hit of that year. I, I hadn't uh, watched the video in a long time, but yeah. there's a girl who, who moved to California before we moved to California, who I was in a bunch of movies with in Florida. Her name is Christy and she's like the oh, girl. Who yes. that. So we were in movies together and commercials together and oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she's and, lovely. Yeah. She's in it. And I didn't know you then. So I, uh, so I rewatched it the other day. You're the donut guy. She's the laundry yes. guy. She's the, in the laundromat. Yes. Everyone has their own little environments. It was very cool. Such It was such a cool video. What a cool thing, though, to be like a main character like in Justin Timberlake, who, again, is one of the biggest, you know, icons in music. And what a great movie. I mean, what a great video and what a great Oh, absolutely. The is great. The song is great. Um, so did you have yeah. They wanted me to be in your video when you did the donuts. <laughs> they wanted me to be a gangster and shoot the holes in the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have to audition for that? Like, how did you get that? Yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't. It was an audition. You know, in you know how. Uh, um, how a lot of those auditions go, you know, you line up in the, you know, you go to one of the casting offices, you line up, you do the thing for that, for this one, you know, because it's a, because it's kind of a, you know, they want like, they want kind of regular people in a, in a, you know, in a, in like a real life environment. They, they had us, um, they, they had us like, you know, um, audition like outside of a Starbucks. And so, you know, they basically just had you like, Basically, just dancing on the street, you know, <laughs> on the street corner, and just just to kind of just to really get the sense of how you were in a real environment, to kind of really to you know to really add to it, and, and it worked, and it really it was a it was a great it was it was very cool. Um, so yeah, so from that, um, they just kind of brought us in. You know, they really wanted that that kind of everyday people they didn't want to emphasize like oh these are actors you know and that sort of thing they wanted to feel like real people no you look no, like you could have worked at a movie no, you look no, like wait, you could have worked at jimmy, a donut jimmy, shop jimmy told me that you're you're on a tv series he's done a whole bunch of tv series. Then, yeah i mean i've done I've, I've done like you know a lot of like like you know walk-ons couple episodes here and there that sort of thing yeah but you know been, been able to do some very cool stuff you're basically though like Wait, I was going to ask him that question. Uh, what is it exactly you play mostly? What do they book you for? Oh, it's, you know, all sorts of things. I mean, a lot of like, uh, you know, I mean, certainly, you know, char character, I, character, act, character kind of parts. I, I play a lot of like kind of offbeat kind of kooky, weird, maybe a little creepy, depending on the, on the show, that sort of thing. Working class, you know, kind of characters. Yeah, a lot of kind of, you know, a lot of kind of working class, you know, or, you know, again, kind of, you know, kind of, you know, middle class to to low, you know, oh. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because they always cast me as a mafia. <laughs> always. He's always a cop yeah. or a mafia person. And I would like to break out of it. Would you like to do some like a I'm too old to be a romantic lead, but would you ever like to do a romantic lead? Yeah. Thing? I mean, oh, I think you get to kiss Charlize Theron. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, naked, it's, it's, naked, hey, I mean, I mean, Seth Rogen did it, you know. I mean, yeah, that's right, Seth. <laughs> Dan, listen, naked in bed with Charlize Theron kissing. <laughs> Actually, I think that I think that you <laughs> no answer. Look at it. I think you're. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, wasn't ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, if we have it, if we have an intimacy coordinator, if everything's copacetic, if it feeds the storyline, you know, I'm an artist. 
But in my in my young days, if I was in bed with Charlize Theron kissing, I would accidentally let her see it, and maybe <laughs> maybe she would be interested then in going further. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think Shirley, Shalice is the most beautiful thing today in Hollywood. Her and she and Angelina she, I mean, She's Jolie. incredible. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And just, and, and oh. yeah, from what I've seen, just incredibly, incredibly grounded, down to earth person. He has an incredible sense of humor. You know, I mean, that's what you, that's what you want. Yeah. In a, a, yeah. Definitely. And Angie, Angelina is the same way. Mm. I know Angelina Jolie and she's a darling person. Right, right. Huh? So wait, let me brag. Yeah, yeah you, you, I think you'd mentioned that before. That's very cool. Let me brag a little bit, you guys. So some of the things besides the music video for Justin Timberlake, he's been in music videos for Weezer, Train, Panic at the Disco. I met them in Florida. They were really cool. Oh, they're Smash very Pumpkins, cool. Johnny Halliday, um, some of the TV shows, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, The Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett, Boba right? Fett, yeah, yeah. Boba Fett, uh, Henry Danger, which is like a cool kids show, which we know yes. people that have been on that. Physical. Some of the movies, Children of Sorrow, which we've had Bill Oberst Jr. and oh, Hannah Bill, Bill Bill's best. been on our show, and Hannah Levian's been on our yes, show. Yes, Hannah and Morris Bill has been on our show. Jim Tavares, yeah. Red yes. Evil with Jamie Bernadette was on our show. Mm -hmm, Suicide mm -hmm. Watch, Badass Monster Killer, uh, Born Guilty with Roseanne Arquette. Xander Berkeley's a good friend of mine. Oh, cool. Um, American Nightmares, you guys. This is a really good movie, actually. Danny Trejo, uh, Nichelle Nichols, and and and, uh, Jimmy, and James Duvall. James Duvall. James Duvall's in there. Jay yeah. Moore. Oh, great. A great cast. Jay Moore. They, yeah. Um, Will Goodley-Emmy's the... been on our show. Yep. Nick Principe's been on our show. Chris Kattan, Vivica Fox. Brendan Sexton III, who I think is probably one of the most underrated actors ever. I think yeah, like I, 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 I definitely agree. Um, yeah. And uh, they even had um, Clarence Williams III. They brought him. He came out of retirement to do that movie. Yeah. And Eddie Steeples was on our show. Like, yes. We had a lot of cool people from the Kansas Bowling. Saving oh. Flora with Jenny, Jenna Ortega, Tom Arnold, Massey Ferlin. We we met at a bunch of events. David Arquette. Oh, love Massey. Yeah. I, I, I stressed David Arquette when I was a celebrity clothing designer. Terry Moore is in that movie. That's a buddy. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Tom, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold and I had our scenes together. Were you in any of Terry Moore's scenes? Wasn't it? You know, she had a bit part that I think might have been cut from the the final the, the final edit, but. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, but I I had almost all my scenes were with uh, I think I think actually all my scenes were were with Tom Arnold. I played kind of his foil, his like his kind of sidekick character. Right. Yeah. So with all that work, you must have accumulated quite a bit of money, and now you're afford you can afford to buy bacon at sixteen dollars a half pound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to be rich to go food shopping today. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. After you know, you take. I mean, you take. Um, you take. Ta you you take taxes. You know. You know. Um, agent commission. You know. And you know. Sometimes you know you have. Uh, um, you you have enough for a, for a pair of shoes. You know. Well, no, no. I know. That, listen, my last movie I was on. I, they gave me twenty one million for my part. I started. Oh, sure. well, yeah. I started in the film and. Out of the twenty-one million, I went to the supermarket. I came home with thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. So wait, we have yeah, another. Yeah. One. You had you 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 had five million before when you went to the supermarket, and then you yes. came home with thirty-eight dollars remaining. Which only happened I should get twenty. Right. You million. had you got some of those like like gold-plated donuts and stuff. 
No, I'm in those low budget horror films. I do not get twenty one million. <laughs> right. Look, I, yeah, I get, exactly. I'm lucky I get twenty one dollars. Wait, wait, I got two I have a couple other ones. So I have uh Moan Manor with Heather is Heather Morris. Oh Moon Manor, yes, with yeah, De yeah, Deborah Wilson, Lou Taylor Pucci. That was a great movie. Ricky Lake. And Ricky Lake has a cameo in there. Yeah. Richard Reilly. Yeah, Richard Reilly. Um, yeah, uh, so how yeah. was Heather Morris? I think Heather Morris was the, the what made Glee work. I think she mm -hmm. was the funniest. I think she's freaking hilarious. Besides being a great dancer, she's like so hilarious. Was she like nice? I didn't have any scenes with her. I think she they shot her scene. She had like one major scene that they think they, they shot separately. But um, I mainly worked with... Um, I worked with Deborah Wilson and Richard Reilly, a little bit with Lou Taylor Pucci. Deborah, Deborah was was very nice. Yeah, we met Deborah Wilson. Oh, she's a at sweetheart. MS. She's she a sweetheart. Yeah, she's very, yeah. Very she she has more energy than anyone I've than anyone mm -hmm. combined. Very. Good. And you just did a, a film with one of our friends, Pat Kuznati, How to Kill Your Coworkers <laughs> and Get Away. Oh, yes, Kuznati, Pat. Yes, I yeah, yeah. With Michael Perret and David. And Michael Perret and Brink Brink Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Dave is a buddy, but Pat calls me general, and I call him sergeant because we <laughs> played those parts in a movie. Oh, fun! And that and Pat, I said to him, I said, you know, you're like diarrhea. I said, you're all over. <laughs> you know, won't you ever stop working? He works morning, night, and noon. This movie, I mean, he's in a hundred million, and he just—he's the most delightful guy. I think oh Pat yeah, no, he yeah, he's yeah. very very nice, very very enthusiastic, yeah, and really and yeah, Dave really Bailey. hustles to, to make his stuff, yeah. And Dave Bailey, I give mm -hmm. him the ultimate compliment. I said, if I had a son, I wish he would be like you, Dave. Oh. Dave is the most honest, terrific, generous. Kind, loving man. I think Dave Bailey is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. You worked with him, yes, on that, on that, yeah, on that, on that film, yeah. So, so, like, do you do stand up? Like, how did you get into all of this? Because, like, you're like, I, I just in 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 talking with you at the events and stuff, just the things that come out of your mouth are like funniest. You're like Ron, you know, like you say shit and it's just fucking funny, and uh, you know, and you do a lot of even your horror movies. A lot of your horror movies are kind of like horror comedy movies. Yeah, I usually can, I usually fun. yeah I usually kind of bring you know whatever I'm doing. I usually bring a comedic element to what I'm doing. Yeah. So do I, you do stand up? So. Now, you know, I've I had always considered it. I think, um, you know, I, the people I know who do stand up, I mean, just give it everything they have. And it's like it's one of those where it's like you you have to go all in to that. And, you know, I have such respect for that. I feel like, you know, I after a while, I kind of figured I, I had considered it. But it's like, you know, after a while out here, you kind of you know, you kind of have to stay in your lane. I think if I'm if I'm going to put you know that level of creative energy into something, I'm probably going to like, you know, I'm more likely to just you know write my own stuff, write my own scripts, that sort of thing. Because you know the the stand-ups are you know they're just on the they're going to the open mics you know three four three four nights a week you know right. they're just you know that level of commitment you know and then going on the road and everything it's just a it's a whole it's a whole separate lifestyle. And it's the most boring thing to do because you're 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 scripted, and yeah. you have to do the same jokes over and over again and make right. them seem fresh and for the first time. Right, you do the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's difficult to have that energy every time with that same stupid joke. Right. You you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there are comedians who've been doing the same, 
who've been doing some of the same material for, you know, 20 years, you know, and it's like, how do you make that fresh? You know? So how did you get involved in all of this in the first place? You grew up in California, up in California. you went know, to the therapist what did the therapist say? Yeah, go. I had, I had parents who were, I had parents who were really very supportive, really supported my, um, my creative interests. And so, you know, I was a, um, you know, I was a, like kind of a, kind of a shy kid, you know, didn't make friends easily, but also was like very imaginative, very expressive. So, you know, they, you know, my, I had parents who were, you know, were thinking like, okay, well, you know, go, you know, go where you're the, you know, go where you're the happiest. So, you know, I, I you know, I was taking acting classes as a kid and that sort of thing. And it just, it was, it was just, you know, the, you know, the place where I, you know, I didn't, uh, where I felt, uh, you know, where I felt at home, you know. Where was your, what was your first big role? Oh man. I mean, it was, I, you know, I did a lot of gr growing up. I did a lot of, um, of like, you know, theater, you know, community and professional theater and that sort of thing. Probably, I mean, the, um, like one of the first, probably one of the, I mean, I did some, some independent film, uh, you know, uh, up in Northern California, but probably the, probably the first big thing I did was, um, was children of sorrow with Bill Oberst. Um, that was one of the, that was probably the first film I did here in LA and, uh, you know, that got picked up by Lionsgate and, um, yeah, that's probably one of the, the first big things I did. He's a great. I mean, Bill Overs oh is a, a cool guy. We had him on our show back when we lived in Pennsylvania. Mm. And uh, he was super, super cool. Just and, a sweetheart. Uh, yeah. And he's a great actor also. So oh, do you God. prefer to do com you prefer to do comedies then? You know, I it really it really depends on the character. It depends on the script and the character and the story. I mm -hmm. you know, I I definitely I comedy, you know, comedic characters and, and comedic scenes come naturally to me. But, you know, I I love doing both. Well, I read a script not too long ago that was sent to me mm -hmm. and they said, Ron, you're going to want to play this part. It's for you. You're you will be hysterical in it because you're a funny guy. I read half of the script. I didn't even smile. Mm -hmm. I found nothing funny in that script at all. This person that wrote it really didn't know how to write comedy. So if I it's had hard to, to write movie, comedy, it's hard to, it's, it's, well, it, you it's know. if I had to do a movie with a scripted comedy, I wouldn't do it. But if mm. I could go out there free, fry, free flight and do as I do, I would do it. Mm. But to do somebody else's jokes, no way, because half of them stink. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> tough, man. It's, you know, it's tough to find, you know, to, you know, everyone, yeah, everyone's humor is a little different. And so. No, but they know. called the movie a comedy. It was the furthest mm. thing from a comedy. How many movies <laughs> have we seen that are called comedy? Yeah, we watch a lot of comedies, but and they're, not, they're funny. not really that funny. Mm. There, there's nothing funny about them. It's more funny just sitting here talking, like just talking. Right, to right. Funny, you know, you know just, yeah. Continuity. It's all right. Yeah, you know, I I don't what what I don't like is when um is when comedy becomes you know mean spirited. There has been a lot of there was a trend for a while of a very kind of like nasty mean spirited kind of punching down kind of comedy, and and that that never appeals to me. I think you know comedy should you know elevate. You know, I think that um, well Joan Rivers did it with her husband, you know, knocking her husband. Yeah, but it, but it, yeah, but it was it wasn't purely there was there was a you 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 felt the effect. She made fun of her boobs herself. She made fun know. of well, yes, yeah, she made fun of herself. She made fun of everything. And so did Phyllis Diller. Phyllis. Oh, Diller. Like, well, yeah, she. You know, yeah, it was all self-deprecating humor. You but, know, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be like nice, but it, it. You know, there's a 
you know, there's a heart to it. And I think sometimes, you know, if comedy gets so mean spirited, you lose the heart. Well, no, I agree with that. Right, back in my day, they were called put down comics. Right, you know, Don Rickles, you know. Don yeah. Rickles was the king of put down. Of course. I mean, he put everybody down and everybody, everybody. loved it. You yeah, know, yeah, put, yeah. It doesn't matter who you were. I mean, you know, and he, he played it equal. It didn't matter who you were, he would put you down. Who are, who are some of your favorite comics that you like? Oh. Oh man, like right now, um trying to think who's um who's out right now. I mean, um I mean, you know, my you know, you know, I you know, I, I grew up, you know, I, you know, loving like the, you know, the classics like George Carlin and Bill Hicks and people like that. Um trying to think who's, you know, who's out like, right now. I like that guy. What's his name? Lewis something. Uh I enjoy Joe Jim Lewis. Gaffigan. I like Jim Gaffigan. Oh, Jim Gaffigan's, yeah. Well, Joan Rivers from, made yeah. me laugh. She's the only one that really made me laugh was Joan Rivers mm -hmm. because sometimes she hit a joke that really was funny. Not yeah. always, but every now and then she knocked one out that was a blaster. So wait, right. so who are some? I like to ask this to all the actors, like male and female bucket list. Here's a two-part question, like a male and a female actor you haven't worked with that you think would be fun to work with. And then if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And mm. uh, Start with the yeah. actors. Oh, I'd I'd love to um I'd love to work with um love to work with Steve Buscemi. Oh, um, love him, Steve Buscemi. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I would. Yeah, he's actually. You know, you know, in a lot of ways, you're a lot like him. Like he's in a lot of serious movies, and he's the comedic person right. in serious right. movies. In a lot of ways, no, he, he was, was, yeah, he was definitely his his kind of personality. I I definitely you have that sort of personality. Right, you know, yeah, it can be a little weaselly, that sort of thing. Yeah, no, you, 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 could, you could play like in Con Air when he's the guy who eats people. You oh, know, he's, he's so, so funny in Con Air. He's so funny, and he's so very. Funny. You could play his younger brother. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It'd be. Uh, yeah. Well, anybody out there that's producing one of his films, younger brother, call him. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think oh, you should be getting oh, the Seth. So I think you should be getting the Seth Rogen roles because, like, I I've watched a bunch of your stuff. I think you're oh, incredibly yeah. like funny. I think. That you know, I think it eventually it's going to happen. You know, because Seth Rogen's getting oh, older. You're funny on our show because you're very funny. So okay, oh, so man. what about um, a female actress you would like to work with? Oh man, um, I mean, I um, I love what um, especially especially what she's done recently. I, I you know I the turn she's taken recently. I love what um, what Gene Smart has been doing. Oh my God, do you watch Hacks? Oh. Hacks is so great. So we good. Love it. I so love, good. I love her. I think she is got the best timing. Her oh facial God. expressions and her lo joke lines go together. I love and adore her. I mm. love her show. <clears throat> I think she's one we of the best. We actually thought they they should, if they were when they remade Sex in the City and Kim Cattrall wasn't going to be in it that we were like talking saying Gene Smart she is looks the one who like should have been in Cattrall. there because she mm. could have like she could have done it and she's she's almost she's really so good. too good for it but she is so great and we right. love Hacks. Oh Excellent. yeah, is, is it coming show. back? Yeah, well, yeah, I think they're yeah. It's well, did back. It did season. Yeah, are they doing? Are they doing a season three? I'm not sure. Uh, I think they are doing one. Oh, I think good, they are. good. Yeah, that love, show's well, so good. A good one though. I would love to work with her. Or produce I would something love, she's in. I would love to work. She's fabulous. Okay, her. so a movie that you would have liked to have been in that you any movie in the in the history. Oh man, any any movie. Um, that's um. Let's see. Um, oh man! I mean, if we're going, um, 
if, you if can we're going of, genres if you want. If you yeah, want, if we're going of all well, if we're going of all time, I mean, I um I'm a big Robert Altman fan. I mean, if I could have been some in some like Nashville, one of those like big ensemble uh, ensemble films that he did. I mean, the way that he you know created kind of this immersive environment and just mm -hmm. uh, you know all of the different characters that overlapped. I mean, they're in the such real characters. I, I, I love the kind of, you know, the kind of stuff he did and, you know, would use, you know, the way he used like actors like, uh, like Shelley Duvall and, um, yes. you know, people like that. Yeah. I mean, I loved, you know, I loved what he would do. I would just, I would have loved to work with someone like that with someone like Robert Altman, who was so, okay, you know, uh, so kind of immersive with his actors. So what about, uh, I want to give him a silly question. Okay. This is okay. a silly question. If you became as famous as Brad Pitt, mm. Would you say on a set of a movie to all the people working with you, please do not look at me and do not speak to me? <laughs> oh, God, no. No, that's that's ridiculous. Oh, I but mean, there are many that do that. You know, I know, I know, I know. There are. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I know there are, but I <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't I, I can't would imagine. I'd love to be on a set with one of them, and you know what I'd say? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> I don't care if they kick me off the movie. It would give me great satisfaction, to, but the press hear that. I'd have photographers and a press. People watching me, yeah, say, who the fuck you, know, do you think you are? That you know, I, I think there's, I think there's less, there's less tolerance for that kind of behavior now. Oh no, that's not true. We have a know. friend who used we to be a dancer. We know stories that make your hair stand on them. She was like in in Jennifer Lopez music videos, and mm. she got into fucking trouble. And it's unfortunate, but. It I, is I mean, it's, I'm sure it still, I, I'm sure it still happens. I mean, I think there's a little, there's a little more accountability now. I think some of that behavior, you know, gets out, you know, gets out as it looked as fun, isn't looked, isn't is tolerated nearly as much, but it still happens. Well, Yes, you're I'm, right. I'm definitely doing it on my next film. <laughs> I'm going to say to everybody in the film, do not talk to me. Do not look at me when I'm working. <laughs> so how, how was it being on a couple of episodes of the Book of Boba Fett? Oh, like, well, it was, I mean, like, it was, it was amazing one for one thing, because it was the, it was the first thing I did since the, you know, after the pandemic. I mean, it was um, in, um, I mean, that, that was in December, 2020. So, I mean, I was, I was grateful to be working at all and to be working on a Star Wars show. I mean, that was in incredible. You know, when you Google your name, that's one of the first pictures that comes up. Oh, you, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's I for I think yeah. for anybody, you're gonna be no if you do Star Wars, that's the first thing you're gonna be known for, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, it was um it was incredible. I mean, it was again, it was bizarre to be working during the pandemic. Everyone you know, everyone had their face covered up. You know, I'm working with John Favreau and Robert Rodriguez, yeah. and you know, I can only see the upper half of their face. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the people at Star Wars contacted me. They wanted me to star in the film, hmm. but I was, you know, I was going to New Jersey at the time. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I said, I'm sorry, but I'm in. New are you Jersey. wait? Are you a Star yeah. Wars? Are you a Star Wars fan? Like, do you watch Star Wars stuff? Like, you know, I grew, I, I grew up on. Um, I grew up on Star Wars. You know, one um, one um, one cool thing, and my um, you know, my my father was a um, uh, was a um, did um, did uh, kind of um, sculptural design um, freelance, and so one of his first gigs in California is was he he worked at uh, Lucas Ranch on in the um, um, in in the um, 
in the art department on um, on Return of the Jedi. So he oh, that's awesome. He sculpted a number of the uh, a number of the helmets um, for the costume department on on that um, oh, um, did, on, on that film on that film. So you know. Did you ever see? There's a movie. I forgot the name of it. it had a bunch of fun people, kind of like you in it. You would have been good in it. Mm -hmm. Where all the people like, you know, I forgot the name of it, but they like go to break into the Lucas Ranch. Um, oh, comedy. I okay. think Monica Mara. I think like anyway, it had big. It was a really cute movie. I could have seen you in something like that, actually. Okay. Uh, I think I know which. That. Yeah. Was it what, which, which one movie. was it? Was it like uh, was it was it fanboys or? Yeah, fanboys. That's yeah, it. God, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got wow. Yeah, yeah, no, I was trying to remember. Yeah, 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 that, 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 yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, all so, the, yeah, kind of the, yeah, with all like the cosplayers and all of that. Yeah, it's very cool. So you, uh, so we met you and you were with James Duvall. I actually met James the first time about 20 years ago in Florida at a convention. He's super cool. So how did you guys meet? You know, I think we had, um, it was actually, you know, through like the magic of social media. I think that was, one of the first times we hung out, like, well, you know, for, you know, for extended period, but we were, um, you know, I think we were aware of each other's work. We have a number of filmmakers in common that we've worked with. And um, so, so yeah, I think we just, uh, you know, we were both, you know, big fans. We're just big fans of each other's work. And, you know, and, and James is just a, such a nice, genuine guy. He really is. I mean, he's a really cool. Every time, you know, we've such seen a him. sweet, such a sweet guy, you know, and 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 has had, such a such an interesting work history and his uh, career and and so humble, you know. I I, th I was all happy just because we uh, I haven't seen him in like a long time and mm -hmm. uh, you know we have him set to be in a movie. I'm trying to get financing, but I'm not the one oh, who cool. contacted him, um, mm -hmm. and so I haven't seen him in a very long time. And he knew who I was, and I was like, oh, cool, you know. He remembered. I haven't seen him yeah. in 15 years. He knew who I was. He's just he's really on the ball and fun, and you're really on the ball and fun. And uh, everybody knows who Jimmy is. Go to any post office. There's a sign on the wall. A thousand dollar reward. One. <laughs> so, you yeah, know. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Hilarious. Jimmy's uh, Jimmy knows how to have fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, you also cool. did another movie. Give me an A. Did you get to, to do any scenes with Virginia Madsen? Because oh, he I loves love Virginia Madsen. Oh, um, you know, oh, you know I. I, 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 we, we didn't have, I didn't have any scenes directly with her, but we were, um, but I, I, I did get to meet her and, um, and, uh, uh, speak to her, you know, we hung out in the green room for a bit and she was, she's just lovely, you know, she's yep. really cool. And yeah. she's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. No, no, no. She's, yeah. She's, no, I well, have to try and get her on the show. She's really stuck. Well, we had her ex-husband. Yeah, we had her ex-husband on many, many years ago. We had Antonio Sabato Jr. like Antonio. years and years ago. And yeah. I actually wanted him on because I knew he had a bat. I collect action figures and he had a Batman. Really, he has a, like, oh, a yeah. Batman collection. Do you collect action figures? Not, not so not so much. I, you know, I, I'm so, uh, I'm so prone to clutter, you know, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to add anything to it, you know. Do you have an action figure? Any of your characters be have been an action figure yet? Oh, you know, not yet. I mean, they're you know, at some point, you know, they might, they, you know, at some point they could, they could make uh, my Star Wars character, a a, you know, figure. You know, that's, I mean, they, they, they get to, you know, over time, you know, they get to just about everyone. So, you know, it could happen. I know. It'll happen, or we'll just write your own film that you star uh, in, and then exactly, we'll exactly, yeah. I like yeah. It. You guys, too, you can follow Galen on Instagram. He's at Galen Howard, G-A-L-E-N-H-O-W-A-R-D. We got three minutes left. Oh, three minutes. That's all right. Three minutes. Not too bad. 
No, at time, that's a lot, three minutes. So let's get personal. Got a girlfriend? Uh, Got a not currently, no. Did you have a girlfriend? You got rid of it? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I've, I've, I've had a, you know, it's, it's been hard to find. It's hard to find, you know, um, you know, compatible, you know, someone compatible in L.A., you know, there's, uh, you it's know. Not there's, like a war. That, that's what my, <laughs> my daughters keep saying that. They can't meet a decent guy. I thought, that's ridiculous. There's plenty of decent people out there. It's just, it's hard to, you know, I think it's, it's hard for people to meet out here. You know, everything is so, um, is so kind of, um, what's, uh, what's the word? Um, just, uh, um, compartmentalized. Right it's, everything's kind of compartmentalized. So it's like everyone's in different places. It's hard to, you know, really, you know, yeah, meet I, the right I, people. And there's so many whores. <laughs> yeah, yeah ma male and female and, what, yes, and whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's every, you know, yeah, every, there's, you know, there's, there are a lot of, there are a lot of people, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to meet, you know, ge yeah, genuine people, people who are, you know, people who are honest, people who are real, you know, it's, it's, it's That's hard. Right. No, you I know, you know what it is? It's the generations. Uh, in my generation, if you were not real, and honest and down to earth, you were called full of shit. And people didn't talk to you or like you or friend you. So in my day, you couldn't get away with what they get away with today. All yeah. this bullshit that they're doing with calling him a horror, uh, it or was, all that <laughs> nonsense. You know, what is it that they do? How do they do that? <laughs> You're not allowed to call your parents' parents anymore. You call them my breeders or something. The, the walk, the wake, walk people. Woke people. Woke people. <laughs> You know, everybody has their own little insanity. They want to change history. They want to change the world. It, it's not possible. You cannot do it. What it is, was, is. Now create new. Make a new history. Make a new world. I'm, I'm all in favor of that. I'm in I'd be in favor, too, of you, like, writing. You should write something of your own, your own, like, vehicle or whatever. Because I, oh, sure. I posted this thing on Facebook the other day, and it was like, you know, Hollywood remakes, you know, all the great people with Hollywood, great ideas for films. And then the little, and there's thousands of them. And then there's a picture of a guy saying, okay, what are we going to remake? You know, right. Like when you yeah, do yeah. original content, I think you've got a great brain for it. And I think that you should come up with something. You know, I'm a producer. I can help you like raise money for it and let's do something fun. Absolutely. We have to have more films today that preach and teach honesty. We've lost honesty in this society. Yeah, yeah, being, yeah, films that, yeah. Lead by out. example, lead by example. And yeah. every movie that we watch is the same movie we watched the night before. It's just they changed the characters in the city. And we need I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I but love it. So we got to go, though. Make a superhero an honest hero, and then people will follow it. Anyway, Galen Howard, everybody, thank you thank so much. Thank you, guys. Oh, this is so much are fun. Are you going to the, the Tommyknocker Saturday? I'm going to try to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, we'll so see we'll you see then. You Saturday. All right. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for Thank you, Thanks for Take care, guys. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we in the mix. 
Yeah, we in the mix, it's another episode Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Interviewing the hottest news and truest of today's celebrities Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude Chat room is live and you would be a fool Not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell So come watch it live on W4CY Radio Miss some past episodes, download on iTunes The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Oh.